Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always with me is my co-host, Rob Langevin. Rob, I feel pretty confident in saying this is the only Fantasy Premier League podcast that's going up today that isn't talking about Brexit, maybe. Yeah, um, it's probably because we're based in the, uh, well, we're semi in the Northeast. You're quite, you're from the Northeast. You're just removed by, uh. You know, attrition, I guess. I don't yeah. know. But, uh, you know, you're close enough that I could, you know, if I had to drive to you to rescue you, like like some Disney movie, I could probably do it. Especially but if yeah. the kidnappers, like, took me towards the East Coast. Like, you yeah, know, but, a second. yeah. But the Brexit thing is, you know, some one of my lads mentioned it today, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any care what's going on or don't really pay attention to it. He's like, he's like, what's going on with Brexit? I'm like, dude, it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What are you talking about breakfast for? <laughs> Sorry. I had not a clue. And then he's like, well, what's the, the any result, any early entries into the poll? I'm like, I have no idea. So I looked up my phone and they're like, nope. So yeah. that's all I got. That's that's about <laughs> as far as we're going to get into the Brexit talk on this fantasy podcast. So anybody hoping to hear our two cents on it? <laughs> you, hey, you, you, you have just got better it. friends because yeah. you shouldn't be coming to us for that. Yeah, um. no, no. If you want my opinion, <laughs> you, want, you want my opinion? America. That's my opinion. USA. America. America. Uh, our, our Brexit take is that we dumped a whole bunch of tea into Harbor in Boston. That's right. Take that. And we went skeet. <laughs> we, went, we went skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> the harbor. I'm pretty sure that's what the founding fathers said as they were disposing of tea stores. Um, yep. <laughs> it was Samuel Adams and Sloan Kettering. They were all there. <laughs> Can't believe more people don't know that. It's so yeah. weird. Um, okay, so now that we've started off all lightheartedly, can I bitch and moan about this format again a little bit? Absolutely. Go ahead. Get, Great. Take, take two minutes. Take two minutes to for yourself. <laughs> awesome. So, um, dear Eurofantasy.uefa.com, uh, be so much better, please. The, the two things that I'm most frustrated with today, because it changes on a daily basis, uh, the ones today are that in the rules, it said that some players would go up in price based on performance, right? Just like the FPL site. You have players, they perform well, their price goes up, your total value of your team goes up. I'm pretty sure that, like the average total of teams' value was like 104.5 at the end of last season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. Well, I've had some players that are doing well. You know, Bale won't stop scoring. Hector got all kinds of clean sheets. Uh, Sommer had a couple cleanies as well. Uh, so imagine my surprise when I go to look at my team this morning, and it says that I'm over budget having made no moves. Um, uh, do what now? 
Why why are people being punished for having picked good players? Bill didn't even actually go up in price. Now I'm looking it's, at it, which is crazy. It's, oh, it's and uh, Jurdis. It's actually a glitch. There's a glitch in the in the matrix there because uh, I did that and went exactly to my budget with the transfers I made, and it still lets you bring them in. It says it says that you're over budget, but once you make the transfers and get exactly to zero dot zero and push make transfers and continue and all that stuff, it allows you to do it. Interesting. It's, it's just a glitch. It's a glitch. There's a huge glitch in this. Well, there's, a, there's I would also another know. glitch on yeah. the app when uh, you try to look at people's view fixtures and you start scrolling and all of a sudden the app shuts down every time. It happens to me like four or five times. Wow. So that's you not suck. great. Um, the reason I didn't know that it was just a glitch is because I haven't actually made my unlimited transfers because when you make your transfers this week, which in theory should be unlimited as it, as is stated on the site, uh, it still asks you if you want to use your wild card, mm-hmm. which probably should not be prompted if they're free and unlimited. Very true. So I, I haven't even made my moves yet today because up until we were talking before we started recording this, I was worried that we were going to get screwed over and then be like minus 18 or some nonsense yeah so yeah this this system has gone really poorly but we told you we'd cover it so we're gonna cover it the winner is still gonna get a kit but it'll be drenched in our frustration it's gonna be from baby gap (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be the barbie starter euro kit it's gonna be from kits r us yeah, kids are. Oh, look at you! Yeah, see what I. Yeah. Look what I did to you. <laughs> you remember Again. the giraffe Toys R Us logo? Yeah. Before this weird Comic Sans nonsense. Jeffrey, that's where I Jeffrey used to get. Giraffe. That's where I used to get all my Bionicle stuff, which was like those weird Lego alien thingamajigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I get down there? I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. I couldn't afford toys. I had to go steal stuff. Well, they they got it all there for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but anybody who's who's worried about my plight as a youngster, no, I didn't have to steal toys. I just had to play with my mom's toys, and they were from the fifties. <laughs> uh, like one of those like wooden things with like a yeah, guy shooting Lincoln logs. Yeah, all Lincoln logs were dope. What were those? Um, oh, uh, not connects. Yeah, connects. Those are a thing, right? Yeah, connects, erector like, sets. Yeah, where you could like have like the little motor and you could like make gears. Yeah, and crap. you could build like a crane and yeah, erector yeah. set. Those were things. <laughs> I just played outside a lot. I yeah, like, I did too. We I played guns and GI Joe. Yeah, that were the last vestige of that era. We used to, do you ever play any like weird messed up games? Like everybody, everybody grew up playing like Manhunt and you know, you know. You know, flashlight tag. We used to play a game. I'm gonna. I'm taking a moment for this because this is a pretty messed up childhood moment. For me. Okay. We used to play a game. Uh, by what? By my house, there's like a little wooded area, and there's like a little cul-de-sac dirt road in front of it. And this woods is basically contained on all sides by road, but it's it's a big. It's probably like two acres in and thing. So basically, we split ourselves up into teams. There was two teams. Whoever was playing, say six on six, we'd fill up a a soda bottle full of sand. And the other team went into the woods and hid it. They couldn't bury it. They just had to hide it, either in a tree, behind a rock, whatever. So the other team hid it and then came back out. And then the other team had to go in the woods and find it. But here's the catch. The dirt road that used to stay, you know, the, used to loop right in front of the, dirt, the, the woods, we used to be able to throw rocks while they went in to find the, find the, <laughs> the, the soda bottle. We used to call it fire hydrant. 
Uh, why? <laughs> I don't because it used to rain down rocks. I don't know. Huh. It wasn't fun. Yeah, it was. I never really got hit in the head. So, so we'll much. count that as a win. Too much. <laughs> I remember um, in school, not not at my school, but like at the rival one. Uh, a kid got hit by a train because they used to play on the train tracks. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like give too many people a weird insight into my views on mortality, but like every, they- everybody was like, "Oh, it's this like massive tragedy." Yeah, and I was like, "Ah, yo, man, a, what were you doing? B, it's a train. Like, where did you think it was going? I, I don't know." That that's I probably didn't need to share that. It but, comes in one direction and goes the other direction. Yeah, it's almost like the, it's almost like later. the steamroller in Austin Powers. You know, stop. Yeah, yeah. You're like, just you know? move, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. But people people do things for stupid reasons, and we're not condoning suicide or people who are mentally or disturbed. playing on train tracks. Yes. Yo, super don't do that. Super don't do that. <laughs> it's a Speaking real bad plan. Speaking of super, don't do that. Don't yeah. not make transfers this week. This is the time Correct. to make transfers. So. Wow, way to pull that back. That was nice. We were going to a weird, dark place, and you saved it. So, yeah, that's what I do, man. I'm like Indiana Jones. It's like my lasso. Yeah. You know, so so with the weekend fixtures coming up, you know, we got three games on Saturday, three on Sunday, and two on Monday. Uh have you have you looked it over and have you seeing any value from from certain games that you're targeting more than than other people are? And are you looking at like ownership to guide your hand, or are you just looking at pure value and and basic fantasy, you know, wherewithal? Yeah, I'm not as worried about ownership as I was at the beginning of the season, largely because of the performances of the likes of Payet of of highly owned guys that also did the business. Um, I will say, you know, I, I brought in two Spain guys um, after the first match, after the second match, after one of the first two matches, and I'm not super confident about Morata up against Italy's defense. I know that Ireland got a goal, but I wouldn't be counting on that. Um, I, it is actually going to be a really weird one because... So many of the matchups are clearly an attacking team versus a team that's going to set up to defend. Mm-hmm. Like, Poland, Switzerland, and Portugal, Croatia are probably the only two where both teams will be attacking. Yeah. Because I Wales, agree. Northern Ireland is just going to be Wales pounding on the door. Same with France, Ireland, Germany, Slovakia, Belgium, Hungary. Although, I didn't know that Hungary have the most attempts on goal this tournament. Dude, they've been crazy. I never would have thought that. I think in our build, I think in our build up to to this whole tournament, we I think we we said they were the worst team in the tournament. One of the worst teams. Uh One of the worst teams. Well, from a fantasy standpoint, it's still not super untrue. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's not there's not much there's not much there. I mean, yeah, and then uh, sorry to continue. uh, Spain is going to be trying to score against Italy. England's just going to be knocking on the door against Iceland. Like. Almost every match is going to be an attacking team going up against a solid defense. So mm-hmm. it's as far as matchups go, it is uh, an interesting one. I've seen some people being high on the Belgium train, but Hungary both scored uh, the most in their group and heading into the last game where they you know conceded three, had the best defense in their group, and they're going to set up to defend and they break quickly. I I don't know, man. The, the, if you're looking at individual matchups, it's a little easier. 
Um, and we'll give you a step up because most people won't really know the individual matchups on these random countries. Yeah. But like, if you're just looking for like overall teams, I mean, you'd expect the better teams to score. Like, Wales might win one nil. France might win like two one or one nil. Germany will probably Germany might actually be the biggest win here because Slovakia yeah. have the most stout defense, but they're still going to set up to defend. Yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah. I, I <laughs> right now. I take Germany, and you're fine with pretty much any attackers from Poland, Switzerland, Croatia, or Portugal. With Poland, specifically Milik. He's had mm-hmm. so many chances, and he's fluffing them, but they, they got to start going in again. Yeah, He did def- get the assist in the last one, got a goal in the first one. He, he's, he's worth something. He's just in loads of space at all times. Um, Rakitic didn't get nearly as many points as he should have in the first round. Or, sorry, in the, in the group stage. He he was just creating everything for them. He had a lobbed uh, chance in this last match that went off the crossbar and the post. You know, and Portugal. Andre Gomez was a great call at the beginning. He, he was easily man of the match, and what was that? The Iceland match, the first Iceland, one. Iceland, yeah, 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 first match. But but he's kind of tailed off a little bit, and now might be carrying a knock. So I I wouldn't pay the money for Ronaldo. But anyway, th- those are the teams I'd really be targeting. You can pretty much own anyone from Germany. Um, I'm thinking I might switch from uh, Hector to Huedes just to not have to deal with the fact that three of my players increased in price. Um, but if you're saying that it won't actually keep me from doing it, then I guess I'll have to rethink that. Benedict Hoivedes. Yes, that's a good that's a good one. Benedict with a K. Yeah. Ben- yeah. Benedict Cumbersnickel. Benedict Cumberbatch Hoivedes. That's his actual birth. <laughs> that's his birth, full name. That's his birth name. <laughs> Benedict uh, Sherlock Hoivedes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I you know I I am I'm in agreement with you that there's a lot of attacking teams playing against a defensive team. Uh, you can't you can't bypass what France has done in this in this you know in this tournament. They look stout enough fantasy wise that there's enough players to go around that you could probably capitalize on not bringing in Payet, who is owned in 77 percent of leagues. So basically, everybody in this owns it because you got to figure 20 percent of this is is dead. <laughs> um, you can't go wrong with anybody from Germany, you know, through the midfield cruise or old soul probably are still a, one of them is probably still an own Neuer is the most owned goalie. Mm. Uh, you gotta, you have to own one of their defenders. Uh, I believe Boateng has a, has a knock right now. So that's probably putting a little ding into his ownership. Uh, and Hector is, is a, is a fantastic own there. Um, up top, you know, Muller is, 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 is a good own because he's eventually going to break through. You know, he hasn't really shined and shown what he could be in this tournament yet, but he's still there. Uh, for me, you know what? You said that you wouldn't pay the money for Ronaldo right now, and I'm completely the opposite because I think the two goals that we saw from him are going to be a breakout from for uh, the next game from him against Croatia. I know Croatia is pretty stout defensively, but he, he was knocking on the door in every game that it, in the first in the you know, the round robin stage. And he finally broke through for with two. And the one was all world, you know, back little flick. And I think that, you know, if he, if he takes time out of throwing microphones in the river, he'll be able to (laughs) score more and maybe pout a lot less on the field because he does do a lot of that. But from a fantasy perspective, the the 12, the 12.0, I believe he is right now that the price tag is completely worth what he, what he's going to give you. Um, He's not. He's owned in thirty-two percent, but a lot of that is based on just because he's Ronaldo. I mean, if Messi was in this tournament, he'd probably be on more, obviously, but he's not. Um, you know, 
we'll probably get into our teams in a little bit, but you know, I was looking for for you know sneaky values in defense and midfielders because everybody wants to own you know the, the top two or three guys, the De Bruyne's, the Otsels, the Payets, and you know especially on the the forward ranks, you know it's it's hard not to own a big name right now. You know, I think you have to own a Bale or a Ronaldo, or if you can squeeze both, God bless you. Um, you know, and then you have complimentary guys that you can squeeze in there. But with the amount of teams that are left now, you're basically, you've went from, okay, I'm doing a little bit of stars and scrubs to I'm doing a lot of stars and a lot of price check at the at the register. Mm-hmm. Because I'm looking at my, my team right now, and I basically have a lot of guys that are well-known, well-owned and are probably good fantasy assets but then you look at your bench and i'm like all right i gotta bring in this guy because you know he's got a 4.5 price tag but he's playing full 90 minutes so you're trying to you know rob peter to pay paul a little bit here um so so value wise you know i i was looking at the polish defenders uh you know they they've got three cleans in their in their first three matches correct Am I wrong in that? I yeah. think they, yeah, they went completely clean. Uh, so I was looking at the guy. I can't even pronounce his name. It's got a lot of vowels and J's and CZ Y's. Uh, Vix. Yeah, I, yeah, he's one of the guys that I have linked to bring in. Yeah, Artur Jurjevic. 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 Whatever. Yeah. Sorry, Poland. Yeah. Sorry. We love you. Thank you for the kibasa. But yeah, he's played all he's played full 90s in every game and he's got a minimum price tag. Well, he went up in price, but he's a 4.6. He's going to give you some kind of return. Poland against Switzerland, it's going to be one of those games that I think, you know, if if I could call one game in the first couple games to play, that'll go to a shootout. This will be my <laughs> this will be my game to predict. Mm. Go zero zero because I think both teams sit on it, and I don't think they're. I think both teams are afraid to go ahead. Poland will have more offensively going forward than Switzerland, but that's just me. Yeah, they uh, link. They link better from back to front. Yeah. So I mean, oh, and don't. Uh, I want to drop this on everybody if they're not aware of the rules. During the first round of this play, you're only allowed three players from one team, but that rule is out of the building now, and you're allowed four. I believe it's four now from one team in this round. Yeah, I, I think that is the case as well, and that it continues to increase throughout the tournament, um, yeah. as obviously there are fewer and fewer teams to, to pick from. So fortunately, they did manage to not make that worse. So yeah, it's one per match in the group stage, which we've completed. Round of 16 is unlimited, so that's any time up until, ooh, I wish I had the deadline in front of me. But uh, before the that, matches start on Saturday. 7 a.m. Eastern time. So noon, UK. Noon, noon UK. Yeah, yeah, 1 p.m. in France. Um, then quarterfinals, you get four transfers. Semifinals, you get six. And for the final, you get six. Um, and so, yeah, you, you get to do that going forward, which will obviously be helpful, like I said, because you'll have fewer teams to pick from. Um, I agree. I, I I often employ stars and scrubs in fantasy baseball. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely value in it, although I tend to shy away from it in the actual FPL game. We've spoken about this before. I'd much rather have the best uh, 15 than just the best 11 because I, I like being able to rotate. But you do get those times where if you have a couple of bad players that you still trust in, you know, then you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about selection. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think Jerzezczyk... Oh, man, I hope so. Um, <laughs> Dredzik. 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 
Jadrejic. Maybe? Jadrejic. Jadrejic Park. That's done. That's the title. Arthur Jadrejic Park. That's super the title of this show. Um, but yeah, I think that is a nice uh, middle ground there. I'm sorry to everyone. I really thought Denier should be getting playing time, and he probably still should have. Uh, but now all of those shares move over to Munir for me um, from Belgium. By the way, sorry, all European countries. Um, anyway, <laughs> just for these pronunciations. I still have a one front in the team. I think Italy get one. Yeah. Oh, I, this, I sorry. I never finished my point about why it's such, such a problem that all the good attacking teams are facing all these defensive teams. It's that I doubt that any of these games will have more than three goals and think that most of them will have two. So then it's a gamble of... It, it's not like, you know, Manchester City have been in the past in FPL where you're like, they're going to score two to three goals. All you need is, you know, Aguero, Silva, or De Bruyne. One of them's going to be involved in something. Like, the, I don't think there's going to be that many goals going on, so you really need to nail your picks, which is, like, why I'm still lenient on Rakitic, because he's clearly the most involved mm-hmm. on the pitch for Croatia. It's why I still am in love with Cruz, because yep. he's clearly the one creating. Same with De Bruyne, getting shots and assists. Well, should be chances. He's yeah. creating shots and assists. Same with Sigurdsson, who got a little bit further forward this week. Um, and it's why uh, I'm going to make some moves in my team. Oh, uh, yeah, we should talk through that. That'll, yeah. that'll, that'll be good. We can talk through our changes and explain what we're doing. Yeah. So let me click continue so it brings up all the transfers that I still haven't actually confirmed yet. Uh, Akinfeyev to Hennessy. Super easy. Akinfeyev isn't in the tournament anymore. And Wayne Hennessy against Northern Ireland is not something that I'm actually concerned about. I am aware that Will Griggs is on fire, but he hasn't actually played yet. So I'm much less concerned about that uh, than I could have been. Also, they aren't really creating chances at any significant rate. They are currently... Do, 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 do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh from bottom in attempts. So you're not expecting a whole lot there. Maybe set pieces. But anyway, I think coming off the back of the Russia result... I'm fine with sliding Hennessy in. I know he missed the first one, but he's been playing since, so I'm fine with him. I already mentioned Munir. He is now playing for the Belgian defense, so sure. <laughs> 4-5, he's super cheap, playing Hungary. I you know, I, really need to rethink this one, because Hungary scored so many goals in qualifying. I, I don't know why I'm... I like In my head, I can't shake... Like, they had the most goals with six. Hungary and Wales each had six. Croatia, Spain on five. Loads of people on four. Um, I probably shouldn't do that. Is <laughs> a thing that I've come to while talking here. Uh, Hector versus Slovakia. Uh, like I said, I might change that to Hoedes, but I'm not too worried about that one either way. That would just be to save money. Also, <laughs> I don't know how Hector goes up point one, but Bale doesn't with scoring three goals, but whatever. Um, Sigurdsson versus England. I think he's Sigurdsson's best chance. De Bruyne versus Hungary. They did get a bit undone this last match. And mm-hmm. if Ronaldo was better at free kicks, which would be decent because he's not good at free kicks, uh, they could have been in legitimate trouble. De Bruyne is obviously taking them for Belgium. That'll be interesting. Kroos against Slovakia. Also not worried. Rakitic I already talked about. Um, gonna keep Milik versus Switzerland. 
Bale versus Northern Ireland. If there's anybody that breaks it down, it's going to be him. And this is my interesting pick of the week. I'm swapping from Morata, who I already said I don't like that playing that Italian defense, for Giroud no. against Ireland. He's put nice. a lot of those headers wide, but he is getting lots of chances and just hasn't been converting them. Obviously got a little bit of a rest there at the end of the group stage. But I, I think he's somebody that could show up. And and as much as I like Morata more as a player, I like this matchup a lot more. Um, then on the bench, I still have Cathcart. Uh, Milik, who I am going to put in uh, for Gomez, and then I'm just going to probably bring in a price dump in midfield. Then Jadrezic, maybe. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Sommer, I still have in. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I think I'm going to go with Hennessy against Northern Ireland. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yeah, I mean, that's Hennessy's a good call. Uh, I switched in goal. I had I basically changed almost my entire team because uh, my team sucks. I'm doing awful in this because I I really stopped paying attention after the first week because I was having problems with this format and I was like I can't give up. So I went from Somer and De Gea to Neuer and McGovern for Northern Ireland uh, in defense. Uh, I went from I just changed basically Hector to from. What am I talking about? Oh, I went from Boateng to Hector. Mm. I have uh, the guy we can't pronounce from Poland and Mournier from from Belgium. And on my bench, I have uh, Lichtensteiner and Dismali. No, not him. Sorry. Strinic from Croatia. Through the the midfield, uh, I pretty much didn't change anything. I brought in Payet because I was a lemming. Everybody else is doing it, so I'm going to do it too. So I have De Bruyne, Cruz, Payet, Oltzel, and Dismali from Switzerland. Up top is where I went heavy. Uh, I went the opposite of what Kevin told you to do. I brought, I have <laughs> Greitzman on there uh, only because I think that he is probably going to capitalize more on a, a more injured defender defenders from Ireland, especially at, with Evans now being listed as maybe getting, getting a knock and doubtful for the Ireland game. Uh, Johnny so I, Evans? No, the other uh, uh, Ward. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh. no Ward. Steven, Steven, was yeah. Steven Ward? Not Steven Joel Ward. Ward. <laughs> yeah, not 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 the better of the playing Ward brother. No kidding. I don't even know if they're related. They're probably not. But anyway, so up top, I went Greetsman, um, sticking my stick to my guns with Lukaku. Gave me a good result in in the second round of games, and then I brought in Ronaldo as well. So he's my big ticket item. Um, banking on him doing something. I know he's owned a lot, but you know. Who cares? I'm I'm riding with Ronaldo. I know that that sounds like a, a lame TV show from Barcelona, but anyway, uh, yeah. So that's my team. I'm not doing too well in the format, so you know I'm not expecting too much. But you know I'm still playing, still having fun. It's soccer, you know, and especially in the United States, you get you wake up and you start drinking at 9 a.m. in the morning. There's nothing better. <laughs> Word. Um, Payet is actually an interesting shout, but I don't want to double up on Payet and Giroud, so I'm, I may make some moves around. Also, I really believe in Milik. I could actually maybe mm-hmm. consider price dumping at forward. 
Yeah. I don't know, because I'd much rather have Paya than Giroud. I know that yeah. for sure. And, and the other guy that I was even thinking about doing instead of instead of Greitzman was instead of going the Murata route, which everybody else is jumping on, is jumping on the Nolito route, only because he's been getting quality minutes, but not full 90s, but he's been scoring well in your in the amount of time that he has. So even if I don't play him, he'd be that that first, you know, that substitute option that you get if he has a if he has an early, you know, the earlier game, you, you plug him in. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Um, so yeah, that whole team that I just talked you through might not actually end up being my team. We will see. Um, but it's definitely been interesting thus far. Uh, any other tips you want to give people heading forward? Um, you know, I mean, there is a wild card feature and probably not many people know that there is one or they're not even going to use it. Um, basically if you're making transfers here, they're unlimited, so you can't really go wrong. But after these games, the, the transfers go down, you know, so you're limited to, I believe six in the next, next round. Six or four. One of the one of the two. I don't have it in front of me. Kevin will bring it up. He's, he's, a, smart, he's a smart fella. Or a I'm a smartsman. Yeah, it's four in the quarters, yeah. six in the semi, six for the final. Yeah, so I would probably not worry too much, but always keep in the back of your head to set yourself up with teams that you are more confident in advancing because with the limited amount of transfers, you can only change six. So if you have six, six guys in your lineup and they all get eliminated, there's your six transfers and you're stuck with the other guys unless you want to take a point hit. But that's just dumb. So Nobody wants to do that. So target people on teams that you think will win? Yeah, I would probably lean towards teams that you look at the, you look at the matches. You would be more confident in you know Germany, obviously. So if you're... If you're hedging your bets between a German player and you know a hung- Hungary player, I'd probably lean towards a German player if you know all if prices and all things were considered. Yeah, that that definitely is good advice from you there. Um, nothing to really talk about Premier League wise. Yeah, besides besides Wanyama, I mean. Yeah, but that doesn't change Vardy, anything. Vardy signing a new four-year deal. Yeah, that is actually interesting, staying at Leicester. I mean, Mm -hmm. it does something for me in that it doesn't ruin it like it would have going to Arsenal, which would have killed the value of Giroud and Vardy because it Mm -hmm. just would have been a timeshare. Actually, I do have an interesting question for you because we were just doing it in our slow draft, which, by the way, (laughs) slow is a compliment to this draft. (laughs) I I actually sent a nice little little nail out there. I was like, yeah, I'll take pulling my... Pulling my fingernails out for 200, Alex? <laughs> Seriously, this is like week three of this thing. But yeah. um, an interesting debate came up with one of your picks, which was at forward. Uh, we're not going to talk about the debate between Shane Long and Kalechi Hianacho. The Hianacho thing, we're in the late rounds. If City don't bring in another forward, it'd be him. The Nolito signing, by the way, is a really good signing for City, which it does look like it's going through. Yeah. Uh, because so. he can spell Sterling when Sterling's crap and or injured. Mm-hmm. He can be there in case they want to run two up front, which they couldn't do because they only really had two forwards last year. Boney's out the door. Uh, I think that, that that's going to work out. But anyway, the, the point is really about Shane Long, mm-hmm. which I'd be interested to get your take on. I know you've been a longstanding fan of him. Uh, hasn't done the business as much for Ireland, but he has been you know, opening up defenses and just charging at them the way he does. Mm-hmm. But Shane Long versus Pella versus Charlie Austin under new management. We don't know who it is yet, but it's definitely not Coleman. W- yeah. What are your thoughts on, on that Southampton forward situation? Well, the good thing is that they have three quality guys that they're not completely identical, but they're not completely similar. You know, they're they're a little bit like they take a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, a little column C, and they blend it in. Mm. I think Long, for me, makes the most sense in Premier League. 
because he's he has the ability to stretch the pitch. He's good in the air, whereas the other two, Austin's kind of a statue in the box. He's okay, and he takes PKs okay well. Sure. Pella is kind of a mix of both guys. He's, you know, uh, he's, he's kind of like, he acts like a neophyte. That's a great word. Neophyte. <laughs> I know he's not new, but he acts like he's a baby. and he, he needs the attention on him all the time. But with Southampton playing extra games this year, because they're in Europa, I yeah. believe that the, the extra, you know, having three guys is definitely a coup for them. But for Premier League play, I would want long over the other two. Even, even, I know Graziano Pella was taken, you know, three or four rounds ahead of where Long was picked, I believe. Even if Long was picked yet, I don't even know. But, but yeah, I'd take Long over any other other forward option there at Southampton. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, this this was always going to be a short one. Just uh, get your transfers in. Uh, if you want to ask us what we do, for better or worse, I, I think I'm currently idling around 25th, uh, if memory serves. So I'm I'm not even winning my group. Uh, also, I was pretty surprised to see that uh, 1.8 million people are playing this game. Yeah, that's a good number. I think 1.7 are frustrated with the way <laughs> the site. Yeah, works. absolutely. <laughs> but congrats to the other people. Uh, I'm currently dwindling around 100k overall, um, which is like a hundred points behind. Um, yeah. <laughs> which isn't great. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. If you're Polish and you want to tell us how to pronounce Dredzik, that's, yeah, that's sure. my final answer. Yeah, that um, sounds good. <laughs> I'm cheating, know. I'm cheating off of Kevin's test. <laughs> <laughs> He's glancing over to my computer, uh, over the internet. Uh, yeah, so let us know that if you have any questions about this or if you're already starting to get into Premier League. Uh, I know I'm I'm partway through my way too early rankings for next season. I'm sure you've you've started to kick those tires as well. I just looked. I'm waiting till after July 1st because that's when teams can start announcing signings and stuff. So, but what? yeah, I mean, I know names and well, Wanyama, but yeah, but he was just announced. The deal doesn't become official until July right, 1st. Right. But but yeah, I mean, I've looked at I've looked at who's there. You know, I'm trying to get myself familiar with the Burnleys and the Middlesbroughs and Hull a little bit more. Uh, which actually aren't that bad, uh, you know, talent-wise. I know there's a lot of retread guys that have been up and down before, but there's some guys in there that have have decent decent value, and you know, we'll we'll get into that as we get closer to the Premier League season. But but to, don't discount deep, uh, players from like you know Hall, like El Mahamedy or you know Kevin's favorite and new Boo, you know Adele Hernandez. <laughs> Adele Hernandez. Oh, he's yeah. so my boy. Uh, also, last time we did a little preview. Uh, from our slow draft of who we were going to pick next. Oh, let, let's just quickly mention our teams. Mine as it is right now, Alderweireld, Rose, didn't mean to go two Tottenham guys. They both fell to me. Antonio as a defender, Odomendi, Coutinho, Fabregas, Noble, Sterling, Alexis, Firmino, El Mahomedy, Jordan Rhodes. My next pick is going to be Andrew Robertson. That's a good pick. I like it. I was actually looking at, um, oh, what the hell is the guy's name? I You know what? I, I don't have it in front of me, and I... I I'm trying to find my team, and I can't even do that. So. <laughs> oh, I can find your team for you. Uh, okay. Rob's current team, he just took Aurelio Gomez. Uh, the defense of Van Dyke, Smalling, Daniels, and Van Anholt is really interesting. Oh, uh, pro tip uh, for you at home. Van Anholt was the only defender to be in the top three in both goals and assists. Um, Andre Ayu, Musa Dembele, Manuel Lencini, Aguero, Lukaku, Arnautovic, and your boy Ike Nacho, a.k.a. Nacho. Yeah, I love it. Nacho with extra guac. 
Uh-huh. I've been I've been all over him in every draft that I've been in, yeah. and then uh, there's certain guys that I've I've been all over and I missed. And I, my next pick was going to be Max Gradel, but he just got he's got he just got picked because yeah. um, people are trying to sweat my styles. But that's cool, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with my team. It's just you know it's taking you know it's taking the fun out of this. The time it's taking to do it. Yeah, and the the uh, problem is then it goes dead for like two days, and it's like the picks to you, and I'm like I have no idea. What's happening in this draft anymore? Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's, it's crazy. I have I don't even know who I'm taking next. I'm trying to look and see who just got taken in the last couple of rounds, but uh I don't have I haven't a clue. I'll just I'll, when it comes to my pick, I'll just be like Kevin, who should I take? Because yeah. Kevin's so much smarter at this. Than me. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Just I'm better at draft. You're better at the official yeah. game. Uh, just for those who do want to know, round twelve is what we're in of sixteen. Uh, the picks are Jordan Rhodes to me. Then Chet, Kolarov, Gomez, Zaha, Schlup, Schmeichel, Gridell, Loris, and Lamina Kone. Lamina Kone is a good one. Hmm. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Um, he, he, he played well in the uh, AFCON qualifying. So. Yep. Oh, and Daniel Ayala just went off the board as we that's, been That's the guy I was I was looking for his name, the defender from, uh, what's his, he's from Middlesbrough? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Burrow. All right, uh, well, that is it from us. Uh, be sure to listen to this, and uh, we've been doing loads of uh, nationality updates throughout Euro 2016 with each different country represented on its own. We might be trying to get a group chat together tomorrow. It's just kind of up to the guests. Uh, sorry that we haven't gotten to have a group chat, but uh, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on the segment. So if you are enjoying it, let us know. If you hate it, let us know. We're going to try to maybe incorporate that into our Premier League coverage next season. So give us you, a shout. Do you need somebody to represent Azerbaijan? Uh, not at the Euros. <laughs> hey, they, they're hosting. A, they might be hosting a game next in 2020. They might. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, I am at Kevroff Smoke. Tell them where they can find you. Uh, they can find me at Smokey underscore Loogie or on Razzball.com. That's it. That's all I got. Short and sweet. Great. Awesome. The Pirates are awful now. How are Yay. the Yankees doing? What they, what they lose? What they lose? Six out of nine, the Pirates? Oh, no. now it's 10 out of 12. <laughs> 10 out of 12. That's awful. Yeah, yeah. The no Garrett are... Cole. Kutch can't hit. Right. Oh, by the way, fun stat right now. Uh, Pedro Alvarez is one home run shy, two RBI shy, and has a better average in OBP than Kutch. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That's what happens when you go to a, a middle middle market club. You can't be good forever, Kevin. Yeah, Marte's hurt. Polanco's still raking. He's amazing. Yeah, Polanco's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, the Yankees are are frustrating. They win two, lose three, and then win three and lose two. So you know, it's... still think but you're gonna ship uh... punt. We should punt. We should be punting now. I think yeah. we should maximize our assets and. I will gladly take Carl Kyle Schwarber off the Cubs' hands. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, we talked about the Glasnow call-up. It's probably going to be the 26th, in case people are wondering. We have a black yep. rotation spot, and uh, Th- Cool 13. has been getting lit up. Yep, Thir- 13 straight no-hit innings for, for Glasnow. <laughs> yep, still doesn't throw the change up the way the organization has literally told him to, but whatever. <laughs> it, it can't be worse than what we're getting out of John Neese. Okay, yeah. well that is it for us. Listen to us more, and then go Absolutely. over to the dang EPL roundtable and listen to that. Go to Brasball and talk to him. I'm at Kevroff. He's Smokey underscore Loogie. We'll catch you next week talking more of the European Championships and how awful that site is. Peace.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.